Auga! Auga! Oh. It's the Auga! Auga! That's the Auga! You, you all know what that means. Bonus points. Uh, that means I have asthma. This week we are going to be talking about Moon Knight and we're going to spoil the heck out of it. So if you haven't seen it yet, just consider this your warning. Or just go see it. Or, you know what? You can you can get it spoiled. Some people didn't like it that much. Some people liked it more. Yep. Yep. That's how it goes. Find out what we think on this episode of... Wait, it doesn't... We don't really have that. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, my name is Kyle. I am Merc. And I am Bry. And together, we make, we make a little podcast, Captain Planet, that we like to call Zero Issues. It's mm-hmm. the show that you're listening to. That's it. It. What are, other, what are other things that people combine to make? There's Megazords and Voltrons and Captain Voltron. Planets. Was it Omni-Man? Is that the, the thing that the uh, Forever People made? What was that called? Oh, or is it Infinity Man? Infinity. Is it? No, something like that. Yeah. Did, did we touch on Combo Man? Captain Universe. This is a this um, is a podcast about comics. We know our shit. <laughs> With the power of combos. <laughs> oh, and then there's the Eternals, the Uni Mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that qualifies. Yeah, no, it does. Bri, Bri, Bri will allow it. It's the same thing as the forever people. It's the same goddamn thing. (laughs) They're here forever. Jack Kirby only had one idea ever. He's going to come back from the dead to punch you out. Oh, no, he's fighting me. It was the night that Jack Kirby's skeleton came to life. It came from (laughs) under the ground. Jack's skeleton. Smoking a cigar. (laughs) Somehow. A skeleton is smoking from? a cigar. That's amazing. Puts it out in your <laughs> eye. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I don't like this. Let's, we just go to the news. <laughs> yes. Go oh, to the news, okay. you son of a bitch. Current Zero News Flash. All right. Uh, so the news is a little light. Uh, we had a little trouble finding a lot of news stories. Last week, tons of news. So much news. This week, Eh, not too much news. Nothing too exciting going on. However, uh, one thing was not exactly on my radar. Uh, there, I guess there's a audio adventure podcast, like a radio show, basically, in podcast form. They're back in podcast form. Uh, Batman Unburied, uh, which is a, um, so it's, I guess it's a 10-episode uh, written by uh, David S. Goyer. Uh, hmm. <laughs> pardon me. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's good. Sometimes he's good. I don't know. Hard to say. But what's what's cool is that's uh, starring Winston Duke, um, who was in Black Panther. That sounds made up. Yes, uh, he was in Black Panther. Is in Baku. Uh, he was in Us. Yes, yes, with the husband in that in that movie, and he's been in a number of other things as well. Obviously, so he's playing Bruce Wayne. Um, as well, there's Gina Rodriguez as Barbara Gordon, Maria Garcia as Renee Montoya, Jason Isaacs as Alfred. That's pretty good. Uh, Hassan, Hassan Minaj is Riddler, which I kind of want to hear. 
and uh, Lance Reddick as Thomas Wayne. So, um, you know, interesting cast. Uh, it's yeah. Lance Reddick. Yeah. Is that like iconic voice Lance Reddick? Is that who I'm thinking of? I think so. Yeah. Kind of tall, you know. That's a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, uh, a number of things, like tons of things. We're good yeah. at this. Yeah, he's been a We're great yeah, at this. No, I know. You know, the I, stuff. I wrote the, the guys cast down. Oh, he I didn't write down every person's filmography. Uh. What do we... <laughs> you yeah. know him. Look him up. You know him. We're not one of those podcasts that has a researcher off to the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no, thank you. We have three three co-hosts and not one of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I had a separate, like, a I had a separate little us. laptop. I could do it if I had a separate laptop over here, but I don't. I can't afford that. Uh, we set up a Patreon. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, anyway. We should start with that. We should do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm scared to do that. Um, anyway, so it debuted on May 3rd, uh, and it already became the number one podcast on Spotify, uh, defeating the dastardly threat of Joe Rogan once and for all. Um, and it was number one in the US, UK, Australia, Brazil, France, Germany, Italy, Mexico, and India. So this is a big, big hit. Wow. And I, my finger's far from the pulse. I'm just like, I'm like, I read it. I'm like, oh, I think I might have heard something about that a while ago. But I just, I, I, it just wasn't on my radar. I also don't have Spotify and I don't want to have Spotify. So, yeah, I think Marvel has done a couple of ones like this as well. Yeah. Previously. There was like a Wolverine uh, one. There was a few I, things. There was like an old man Logan, I think, one too. And I want to say there's yeah, like a Black Widow a, one, a, a coming of Galactus sort of one too. Yeah, yeah. This is cool. I, I like I like this whole idea of like kind of a radio drama uh, in podcast. Yeah. Like that's 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 awesome. You know, nothing nothing stays dead. Yeah. Also in the news, uh, we're including this in the news because it just happened yesterday. Uh, time. Free com- It's the old. It's the old free comic day. Uh, free comic book day uh, just happened uh, as of the the day that we are recording this uh, on uh, May 8th on May 7th was free comic book day and it's the 20th anniversary uh, 20 years started May 4th 2002 um, wow pretty crazy that is it, that is crazy it's been around for 20 years yeah it's it's weird in a way where like it's sort of like oh has it been 20 years already but also at the same time like I don't Man, like free comic book day just seems like it's always been around too. It's it's a weird feeling. I was I was driving down the street, uh, sort of close-ish to one of the local comic shops, and oh, there's a guy wearing a Captain America shirt. Oh, there's their kid wearing a Captain America shirt. Oh, there's their other kid wearing a Captain Marvel shirt. Oh, it's free comic book day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had forgotten until and at that one moment. of the it is a wonderful the local thing. comic stores every year. They do the uh, they link up with the local some of the members of the 501st mm-hmm. and they right. do uh they dress up as of course their star wars characters and stuff so yeah um our good friend chewbacca is often um, there uh he was not there i just saw there was oh, a no. couple of uh um st- uh, different kinds of stormtroopers um and then chewbacca wasn't there and it, i actually know them there's a couple that i know that they do this and at the, she was dressed up as something, and I'll be honest, I don't know what it was. Hmm. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's fair. That's we can't know everything. Um, we don't have a fourth guy. Yeah, exactly. So I did go to Free Comic Book Day, and I picked up, like, uh, there was uh, IDW's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. um, Source Point Pressed, uh, the Winchester House Mystery. Oh. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, 
DC's Dark Crisis Special Edition. Mm-hmm. Everybody dies again. Yeah. Even Batman? Especially the Batman. Marvel Judgment Day. Uh, so it's like Avengers versus X-Men versus Eternals. Versus the Terminator. Um, Image Comics, the Born Orchard mythos. Hmm. That's uh, It's the prelude. It's the Jeff Lemire, uh, Andrea Sorrentino, Dave Stewart okay. thing. Like this, has been, this has been pretty hyped for a little bit now. The three of them have been really hyping it. Um, and then I picked up this, which I had never seen. Tokyo Pop, The Guardian of Fukushima. What huh. is that? Which I don't know what it is. I haven't read it yet. I don't know uh, what it is. It, it's I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's literally about the Fukushima destruction of some sort, and it's oh, wow. manga esque. It's got the feel, but it's not. It doesn't really have that tr- full traditional set sort of look to it. Um, but looks interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, okay, I'm, yeah. In, I'm into it. That. That will introduce me. Uh, it says the true story of a farmer who fought to save the nuclear zone's animals. So, hmm. I didn't make it out this year. I, uh, I just, I didn't go. One of the shops was doing it outside this year. I thought was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why. Thankfully, I went there. winter has seemingly ended finally mm-hmm. uh, where we are. So yeah, it's beautiful. Somebody it's... flipped flipped the switch here, and we went from like crazy full-on winter to okay you can have spring now yeah the weekly snowstorms yeah. uh finally ended the snow is mostly gone in the city you live out in the country merc is there still snow there yeah Ugh. oh god gross, yeah. gross. Yeah. uh right. in, no in the questions. parts where like i i would snow blow beside the the, the driveway i still have like two to three feet of snow Ugh. in some areas disgusting yeah you sickened me yeah <laughs> i know i sickened myself <laughs> All right. Bry, how do you feel? Um, mostly just ennui. Welcome to the warm up. So, yeah, what, what was it? A week, two weeks ago? Yeah, a week and a half or something. It depends. You know, we have recording time. Week, in I think it was a week and a half. Yeah, something. Yeah. Um, we lost the uh, comic icon, Neil Adams. Yeah. So it's sad and very sudden. And there was really no, as far as we knew, as far as the public knew, there was nothing wrong. Yeah. And I think from what I've seen from the family that, that no one really knew there was anything wrong. So we, we did a little bit about that on the last show. Um, and unfortunately for this show, um, just happening on Free Comic Day, um, George Perez, George Perez passed, who everybody knew he's been battling cancer for a while, and uh, we knew this was coming because he was not doing particularly well. Yeah, he, uh, he stopped treatment, basically, he kind of accepted that, you know, he couldn't fight it anymore, and he was just trying to, you know, make the most of the time he had left, and he did, you know, he was able to see fans and, and you know... Uh, see, see old friends and kind of. He seemed like he had um, a really, really great kind of end of end of life. Basically, it was, it was you know, a, a, a long, a long celebration, basically, of life. And seeing the outpouring of love and support in that lead up um, was pretty heartwarming to see. And just seeing like every comic industry great stand up and say something and. Uh, um, 
even some of the companies doing like reprints of like the the JLA yeah. Avengers thing, yeah. doing like a short run of that to be mm-hmm. like, here's a limited run because just so that it's it's sadly that it's done before he passes. Um, yeah, yeah. So he was 67 years old and passed away uh, on Free Comic Book Day. I think the day before, technically. I think it was uh, May 6th. Oh, but, was it? Oh, but, I thought, but, I thought but it, it was the news broke. You know what I mean? It was announced. Yeah, I guess, I guess it broke that day. Yeah. 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 And I get, like Neil Adams, he was like one of those major creators that really changed how things were done and how, mm. uh, how everybody saw comics. And, and weirdly enough, when I was making little notes about this, the, the thing that I wrote down was how he was, so humble, gracious, and friendly, and he was so good to people he worked with and to the fans. Yeah, which I think is a major thing. Like everybody, he was universally seen as like the nicest guy in comics. That he was so good to work with and so approachable. And even seeing at the point when they announced, "Hey, like this isn't going well. We're stopping treatment, and we're just gonna ride this out." He was still like signing comics and doing things oh yeah and eventually i had to go okay we we have to shut down the commissions i'm like oh my god he's still doing commissions <laughs> like, what the hell yeah like, i know well he 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 was so positive about like especially the fans and stuff like everybody like even from a fan perspective it seems like anyone who met him just said he was just like just just the loveliest person and just the kindest yeah person and he just clearly he uh you know, enjoyed that every bit as much as the fans did. I, you know, it's it's that's kind of something you don't always get. I mean, he just that that pure love for comics and love for the community is uh is uh that's a great legacy, and it's it's something that I think that you know would be nice if uh you know the best way to honor him is to try to carry that kind of energy forward. I think he's also a writer, as oh yeah, as opposed to being just a penciler or an anchor and a. So he was involved in like plotting and even like fully writing a lot of stuff. Uh, co-created a lot of characters, like mm-hmm. the, the Monitor, Anti-Monitor, Harbinger. Well, we we did that the, uh, the, that that Marv Wolfman uh, sort of character tournament, yeah. a couple months ago, and I mean a lot of those are, are co-creations with with George Perez. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. like again, the New Teen Titans alone, and like. Crisis on Infinite Earths obviously is a is a big one because they introduced a bunch of characters in and around that as well. One in particular, one of his earlier works, I'm just mentioning because I I knew that he created uh, White Tiger uh, with Bill Mantlo in like the 70s, yeah. which yeah. was I I didn't realize that's the first uh, Puerto Rican superhero and and that that George Perez's parents were from Puerto Rico and then they met in. Uh, oh, he was born in New Puerto Jersey. Rico too. Was he born there? I thought he was yeah. born in like. Uh, New York or something, but I, I might I, be wrong. I saw a listing that he was born that he in was a born hospital in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or a manger. Those are the two places. Hopefully, or an I elevator, know, and like, Zach Morris has to deliver you. Oh back of no! A cab. Uh, yeah. So for it, like that's White Tiger. That was uh, that's Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also for Marvel, Taskmaster, the Maestro, he co-created as well. Texas Twister. Yay! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> of course, Deathstroke being uh, like mm-hmm. a major villain that he's created, uh, Vigilante as well, mm-hmm. and major runs um, through comics. Like, of course, Teen Titans was a, his big thing. Uh, the Crisis, yeah, Crisis related, Crisis on Infinity Earths, and Crisis related stuff. 
1987, he took over uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. And that was post-crisis. The post-crisis so... kind of reboot, but yeah. And we kind of retweaked that. He was the writer and penciler from issues like 1 to 24, and then he continued writing from like 25 to 61 or something wow. after that. Um, yeah. I mean, Avengers a, co- a couple of times over. That was one of the earlier ones in the in the seventies. I think in nineteen seventy five, yeah. he started his Avengers run. Then he came back. I think was it the late nineties after Heroes Reborn. Like ninety eight, uh, yeah, ninety eight, yeah, with Kurt Busiek, uh for a for a pretty long run. And actually, that was my first Avengers run that I like followed closely, and I uh, really? I, I loved it. I really enjoyed that. Uh, of course, the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being a major Marvel thing that he he didn't do the full um he did like series. I think he did just four? one to four. He, yeah, yeah, he did four of them. I think he was promised that he could help co-plot it. Yeah, and then he was writing it, and they weren't allowing him to co-plot. So he's like, "Screw you, can leave." And so Ron Lim took over the last two issues. But a lot of a lot of uh, older creators kind of got screwed around in the nineties and. It- it, that yeah. that too, because I think at Wonder Woman or over at DC, there was like the War of the Gods uh, crossover thing that he was uh, that I think editorial was kind of jerking things around on him, and he kind of left during that, and then went over to Marvel, and then this something like it was just a it was just a rough time for him, I think, creatively, like dealing with editorial at both Marvel and DC. He went to like Malibu Comics for a while and was sort of working with some yeah. independent Screw you guys, publishers. I'm going to Malibu. Yeah, I think he didn't stay super long. I think he would just sort of, you know, I think he just wanted, he just seemed to love work like Marvel and DC characters, I think, more than anything else. So, but yeah, it's unfortunate. He did like the 90s weren't super kind to him until until the late 90s, obviously, when he uh, sort of came back around uh, to Marvel at first and then later DC, I think, in the 2000s. And then, um, well, I mean, yeah, that, that says a lot, right? Somebody with his, his, uh, you know, his his level of um, talent and, uh, you know, obviously a fan favorite being kind of screwed over like that in the 90s says a lot about how things were in the 90s. Especially somebody yeah. so nice. Like, how could anyone? Ah, whatever. I have to say just. The thing that blew me away about his work was the group shots. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. The of level course. of detail, and it was like there's nobody I've ever seen that's able to do that. Every every artist hates doing. Let's do a crowd shot, and you're like, yeah. how many people? Oh, there's 26 characters mm-hmm. in this shot. Like, oh, for fuck's sakes, George um, is like only 26, and how it about was like 78. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's <laughs> double that. Like, yeah. And it, yeah, just crazy stuff, and just the level of like kind of classic adventure style. I always. Whenever I think of his stuff, I think of uh, New Teen Titans number one cover where they're all running towards. Yeah. It just yeah. has that 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 immediate look to it where it's I don't know like it's hard to capture in words. Just that that classic eighties seventies eighties superhero mm-hmm. thing that like, feel. It's yeah. not dark. It's not light. It's getting out of the goofiness, but we're not into like hardcore 80s darkness yet yeah but it's still fun but it's got more of a serious take on it yeah yeah, yeah. and they're drawn really well and they're drawn not goofy anymore so he was yeah. he was very he's always so like so damned consistent about it too right i mean like like geez like just the sheer level of detail one thing i want to bring up and it's a weird thing and I'm, it's not a complaint or anything i don't want to complain about his art or anything but one thing i always found weird 
every female character oh, he the would poofy draw hair? would have like the big perm. Yeah, like, I never I, had that the... was something I was never super into. I know. Like I've, I've talked it, about it was that a weird before. Thing. Like not everyone Maybe, has that yeah, kind yeah. of hair. Some people, no, no. yes. Starfire, sure. Yeah. I always I always picture um it's Scarlet Witch. Yes. She always yeah. made her hair crazy curly and just yeah. like those little wispy whoop, 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 whoop. I'm like, wow, that's that's a lot of detail in one head of hair. Yeah. Look inside that hair. There's another forty two characters. Well that's the thing too. Like I, I don't know about you guys, but like drawing hair like that much detail in yeah. hair is how how mm-hmm. yeah. oh my god that's an endurance test that alone <laughs> yeah i know well here's know. the thing you just make it's it a big goofy look- thing problem solved yeah yeah i always look at different artists and how they did hair like how really big hair and just here they just do two lines inside of it and you're like yeah you just made some uh movement and then you're good yeah and then his it's like i'm drawing every hair everyone everyone it was like I gave up my own hair so that I could draw others' hairs. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I guess uh, I don't know if we have much more to say, but obviously it's a it's a, a sad time. But um, you know, I think like I said before, I think celebrating his uh, the positivity he brought to comics and uh, the love for fans, the yeah. love for the the medium, the the sincerity and the the talent that he brought um, really changed. Yeah, it was like one of those you know top five top 10 creators in the past 40 years, 50 years that really completely changed the face of comics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I I think that's something where, you know, especially lately or, you know, internet age, everything is always such a bitter, vicious fight all the time. I mean, like bring, think, uh, think of George and what George would want and maybe try to, uh, try to follow that lead (laughs) might be an idea. Yeah. I like that. What would George do? There you go. Draw big hair. Do it. If you're busy drawing big Just hair, draw big hair instead. You can't argue about like comics on Twitter or whatever if you're drawing that much hair. There's no, you won't have mm-hmm. time. So that's what you should do. I actually kind of love that. What the f? So it's been a week. Since the last episode of Moon Knight came out. At this point, it's it's safe to talk about spoilers, I think. We gave you a week. Yeah, you've had time. We also we, gave you a... We did it. I, I mean, mean, a wooga warning. We gave you a big wooga warning right at the start. Oh, yeah. So, we're allowed to do this. Yes. We're uh, allowed. to be a wooga rule. A wooga. There it is again. Um, did you guys Did you guys watch it episodically as it came out? Yes. Or did you, like, wait for it to pile up and then... I, I watched it episodically, and I kind of wish I, I if I if I had watched it in two chunks instead of six chunks, I think I would have had mm. a better time with it. Honestly, really, if it had been a movie, yeah, uh, I mean, you yeah. could you could have watched, you know what I mean? You could have watched like two episodes, two episodes, two episodes, and it's like you watched yeah. a movie trilogy or two movies if you do it that way. I think I did pretty much we we did episodically here, uh, aside from like four and five. I think we were. You know, it was, uh, didn't really have time to watch, so kind of watch those two together. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it, yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. Some of, some, some of it would have been, yeah, I almost wonder if it would have, uh, been better to watch it more in, uh, in, in multi episode chunks. But, uh, I, 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 I certainly enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed it. It took me a while to figure out if I did enjoy it mm-hmm. or not. Um, I wasn't sure where to go. And I think part of that was I, I like Moon Knight a lot and I have a lot of oh? the collection. Yeah. I really enjoy the character. We've talked about this yes. numerous times, but um, I think I had, he's like one of those characters that it's a dark character. There's a lot of pretty heavy stuff going on through every run and some runs are even darker and crazier than the other ones but um he's a violent character there's like a lot of heavy tones and i in my head i was like i wanted to see a netflix daredevil kind of take on it yeah and instead we got a garden guardians of the galaxy kind of take on it i feel I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy, when that came out, that affected every other Marvel movie after that. Oh, totally. That to have a little bit of a lighter, like that mix of goofy tones and yeah. comedy. And I was like, I'm watching Moon Knight and they're making it kind of funny. And I'm like, this is a weird take on it. But like yeah. it, it's it's hard to do. It's it's a weird character to do because a lot of it is so internal with the multiple. Well, I, uh, I feel like alters. they 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 started sort of slow. And yeah. by the end of it, so there was, they were pulling from so many different things. Like, okay, we have yeah. to have this and we have to have this. When, you know, it, it's almost like maybe you shouldn't have introduced all of this stuff right off the get go. Maybe yeah. you should have, you know, left some of it out. And, you know, big spoiler, I'm, I'm really, in, in retrospect, the, the last couple episodes, I was like, all right, when are they going to introduce Jake Lockley? And you know, yeah, they they finally do in a, in the post credit scene of the last episode. Yeah, but he's there before it. Oh yeah, he is. He's there. It's just you don't realize that that's the that's the the altar that's popped out, which I loved. I actually and, really loved. But that. Then you look at it, yeah, and then the fact that you can look back on it and go, "Oh, that's Jake that's mm. actually talking." Right mm-hmm. now. Uh, especially when uh, there's that the asylum. Parts where he's talking to Doctor Harrow right. at that point. Like oh yeah, pop up a couple of times yeah. there. But um, really, it, it's I think that they didn't overdo that character is right. yeah. is to the benefit of the show because if they had had another full personality to to go with, like it would have been too damn much. Well, it's, it sort of yeah. feels like um, in I don't know. I think maybe because Oscar Isaac had. Uh, that weird contract, at least weird for Marvel contract, where he was literally only contractually uh, attached to this season, and that's it. Like, he didn't, he, you know, if he comes back, he'd have to have a new contract. And they almost never do yeah. that. So I think it's kind of like they wanted to make sure that they probably got enough in there in case they don't do anymore. But at the same time, like, it, it did, there was stuff still there. It felt like there's going to be more. Like, there has to be more than this. You know, they left it. I, at I spot. feel like it says something ab- about the character that uh, Marvel was a little trepidatious about, like fully committing. Yeah. Like, whereas in Captain America, shit, yeah, we're gonna do yeah. five movies. Let's go ahead. Yeah. Iron Man, yeah, we're on Hulk. Everybody, okay, but it's like, well, Moon Knight, maybe we should just do a six issue or a six yeah, episode thing. Yeah. See if thing, people like it, and then just cap it, and we don't know if we'll we'll be okay if it's just a thing. Right. It'll be like an Agent Carter thing, and we'll just cap it and then walk away. And, yeah. Um, Although, at the same time, he does have uh, executive producer uh, credit as well, so I have to imagine that if it's like, 
super successful, he'd he'd be uh, he probably would have that carryover. So you know what I mean? They sweeten the pot a yeah. bit, being like, "Hey, you have fun here. Let's do some more," and you get like a bigger cut of whatever, you know. And he was like, you got to say he was phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah, he did he did great. I knew he would. He's, the, he's great. That two two different kind of tones. Um, and how I was the one thing I was really not expecting was like, okay, how are they going to show uh, Moon Knight? How are they going to depict Moon Knight? And you had seen bits of the like the cowl and the cape and that costume. I'm like, oh, okay, they're making it kind of mystical and yeah. he creates it rather than in the comics. He just puts it on. Right. It's like a Batman just puts it yeah. on. Yeah. Now so Moon Knight has that, actual then, superpowers. Yeah, he's got actual superpowers. He's, got, he's a Wolverine. <laughs> But then flipping to have each altar has the different type, like it's Mr. Knight in the yeah. suit for Stephen Grant. I'm like, oh, that's smart. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way to do that. Because it is such a, he's got a very convoluted origin and everybody's kind of taking it in a different direction. So you can kind of pick and choose how you want to do it. And I think that was a brilliant way to do it. Um, I'm curious to see if they do continue, Jake Lockley was going to have, a different look then how would that how would that look i don't know like in the comics like mr knight wasn't attached to stephen grant or anything it was just sort of like he was like almost like it a, was just I think he, but it was like his he own was, thing his own thing entirely kind of more of a detective kind of like a super super smart guy and uh so yeah that was very different i mean stephen grant was very different from the comics too because he was like a like a businessman billionaire hollywood kind of a dude in the comics and this one I mean, but I mean, he was he was the Bruce Wayne sort of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, you know, and this one, he's Alfred. I enjoyed Stephen Grant. Stephen was so good, like so good at this. I love Stephen. Yeah, it was a, yeah. a great take. And obviously he was clearly Oscar Isaac was just having fun being a British man. And <laughs> I, I, I like because uh, I, I just watched the last episode last night uh, okay. in like, oh, shit, there's a there's a ticking clock. I got to I got to finish the show. And yep, the yep. uh the sort of final fight where you know they're they're fighting this sort of street level thing and then in the background you see giant fucking Egyptian <laughs> gods <laughs> fighting each other. Egyptian like, kaiju like, kind the, of thing. This yeah. is the best and I love it. I yeah. love it yeah. so yeah. much. I want to see stuff like this all the time. But I get yeah. why you can't do it all I the time. I did enjoy that. I loved the big croc a huge Egyptian crocodile kaiju. Yeah. Like just oh, yeah. A whale in a way. Punching like, by the pyramids. Great. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. bonks Conchi's head off, and then Conchi's head goes, flies over there, and then Conchi's body's trying yeah. to pick it up, and the head's like, no, over here, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it wouldn't be this way in the comics, obviously. It was a big departure and stuff, but just like mm-hmm. swapping just how uh, Mark and, and, um, and Steven had basically kind of come to. Uh, like a like they became like like a, a perfect team, right? You know what I mean? They, they became they became partners. They understood their each their own parts. Yeah, exactly. And like yeah. seeing actually like Steven as Mr. Knight like just kicking ass. Like it was a wonderful payoff. Yeah. yeah. How did, and just wait, morphing how did you like between do that? the two doesn't matter. It's cool. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like when he was on the boat. Right. And he realizes, you know what? He can do it. That means I can do it. Yeah, because exactly. We're the same person. So if he knows how to fight, I know how to fight. Yeah. So yeah, it was kind of yeah, cool to yeah. see. Um, and it was it was interesting because like there was uh, one of the showrunners, one of the directors, uh, uh, Mohammed Diab. He's an Egyptian showrunner. So 
obviously, and these are like heavily immersed in Egyptian history and such, so that they had a lot of Egyptian um, actors and switching out in in the comics. It's Marlene is his love interest who was connected to the father who was the uh, archaeologist and all that. And they switched that around. They had another character, Layla, played by uh not maybe from arrested development whoever the actress was definitely was not maybe from arrested development even though every time i saw her i was like oh that's maybe from arrested development no it's not (laughs) it's not it's a completely different person people can look similar and be different hair though anyway what's her name great hair it's may kalamaya i might be i I apologize i'm probably pronouncing that wrong she was fantastic yeah i was like I always, it's always weird when you switch characters around and like, how is this going to go? Are you right. just forcing something and then it's going to seem awkward? But it was, she was great in it. Um, and they like merge. And to see her. Oh. You go. Sorry. And to see her develop and then become uh, what is an older character, which mm-hmm. is an old, obscure character. The, what is it? The Scarlet Scarab. Yes. Um, is what she becomes. And that's like from a. Uh, 1977. Oh, I was unfamiliar with that. Who's a villain? Yeah, I think wasn't he a villain? It's a male. It's a it's a male character in the comics. Um, the name Invaders uh, the... number 23 from 77. Yeah. Um, it it was an Egyptian character that um was allied. Like this is based in World War II at the time, but mm-hmm. allied with the Axis to battle like English um colonialism. Um, but then he changes sides when they realize Hitler is Hitler. <laughs> so wait, um, this guy's Hitler. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> and then appears uh, he appears apparently one more time in 1982 in a Thor comic on his deathbed, and then that's it. Um, but yeah, so they kind of took that and then made essentially like a new character, but just like took a little nugget of yeah. another character. Right. The so name, the okay. name actually, um, her father, like the, the Scarlet Scarab in the comics was named Abdul Faul, and, uh, her father was like Abdullah Al Fauli. So they just kind of, I think it's, yeah, it's close. I did read something that they're like, they're not the same name. So they're not the same character. Yeah. Like it's, it's how like it's, Egyptian it's slightly are. They can be very similar, but they're not. Yeah, but but like MCU's done that a bunch of times where they they take like this character and this character and they kind of cram them together and just turn it into yeah. something entirely different, but while still exactly. nodding nodding at the history and still having like those character roles filled that are that are needed. So I yes. was totally cool with that. And Layla was great. Yeah. I loved I loved yeah. her. I loved her character. Yeah, the golden wings. Like, come on, that was that was yeah. rad. That she looked, looked awesome. Yeah, fucking great. Yeah. Like we've seen some pretty good wing fight, yeah. And like it was, it was very distinct from like stuff that you'd see Falcon do. And it was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's like you can. There's yeah. multiple things that you can do with like the same sort of power set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wait until they get to the X Men and they got Archangel. Oh, they're gonna be so many, so many, so many metal <laughs> wing people just flying around. It's gonna be amazing. And he'll be in Egypt too. And Oscar Isaac will be there as Apocalypse. Oh shit! Oh, no! Damn! <laughs> Who it turns out the whole time was just another uh, personality for for Mark. Actually, oh no! This, of course, this show was kept completely separate, really, from the MCU. Yes, not completely separate, but there was no direct, real nods, except for you did. There was a mention of like when they're talking about afterlife. They do kind of do. They do some they, sort they of nod the to the Black plane. Panther. 
Yeah. So, yeah, there is that nod to the Black Panther Ancestral Plane. Apparently, there was an Eternals cameo that was planned, but then it was scrapped. Huh, right. Weird. It never happened. They had a few, like, signs on buses and stuff that, that reference, I think, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier things. Like, very, very, like, Did stuff they, you yeah. would really have to be paying very close attention and be thinking about those things to really catch it. But, but that's fine, because I like... Not everything has to be connected all the time. I don't want everything. I wonder, no, no. What? Okay. I think, if, if there had been, you know, if this Eternals cameo, I, I don't know if it was filmed or not or what, but what do you think it would be? I don't know if there would be like a history thing, like, cause they've been around for eons. If maybe there would be a flashback to early Egyptian stuff, maybe. That's the only thing I could really think of. Like, not that yeah. you couldn't just insert an Eternal anywhere, but. Well, I mean, I'm of the opinion it's getting... You could. You could put him anywhere. It's not just, like, Kingo filming a movie in Egypt. <laughs> like, and yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be Moon Knight. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Yeah. You're gonna fit into that suit. You're very, very big now. Too big. <laughs> he, he he just woke up jacked as uh, that hard drive uh, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Ethan Hawke, I was I was impressed. I always like Ethan Hawke anyways. Mm. I think he's a good actor. Um, oh, yeah. This was a different... I wasn't really sure what to expect, because they were borrowing from the comics. There was an Arthur Harrow, but it was a very different character. It was more of a mad scientist sort of thing. Um, this is kind of like a combination of that, and uh, almost... In a recent run of Moon Knight, they did kind of like a an opposite to Moon Knight. They did like a a, like a sun god kind of character he almost seems kind of like that in that sort of like and it they borrowed that like here's another avatar of a different character so i don't know i think it was well done did you know who did the voice for Conchu? uh yeah of yes course. yeah it was in the credits yeah, yeah, <laughs> wasn't it? it uh f murray abraham f murray abraham yeah and that that sort of threw me in the in the first couple episodes where I was like, I thought it was going to be you know a lot more sinister, and and by the end of it, I was like, yeah, I'm into this. I like this. Ponchu's kind of seemed like, much more casual, conversational. Yes, I'm the god of vengeance. How's it going? Want a coffee? Yeah. Have a seat. Yeah. Where I was thinking it was going to be you know scarier. Yeah, uh, and it turned out yeah. not to be. But like. That's okay, because he looks fucking scary. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, his presence wasn't always so scary. It was more conversational and stuff. Yeah. But he was kind of, like, he was very manipulative and... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Scary in yeah. another way. I did like when he showed up at the end when he was, like, in the in the limo, and he was, like, wearing the same suit as the Mr. Yeah. Knight suit. That was a, that was a good yeah, touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, well, that's how he looked in the comics when he appeared finally with that that head. He said he was in the suit, so it was like Conchu went from this before he was always like that kind of smooth faced stone god sort of thing that look for years, and then I don't know who originated that in the comics. I don't know what artist did that. Was it Smallwood? Yeah, Smallwood? that might be it. That might be it. Yeah, yeah. But I, it might have it might have uh, stemmed from the the Declan Shelby, but I, I I'm not 100 percent sure about that. Don't don't quote me on that in this podcast. Also, apparently on the show they had uh, some uh, like a psychiatrist psychologist who was an expert 
and a consultant for dissociative identity disorder Good idea. to make sure that they were depicting this correctly. Um, yeah, so it was interesting. And apparently, it, like, obviously they did tweak it a bit because it's a very different sort of right. how this would happen. But at the same time, how a lot of this did, like, you would, one one altar would appear the other one would disappear and you would have no memory of what you become amnesiac to what happened before. Um, so yeah, it was interesting. And even seeing like a, a nod to um, screen crush, uh, Ryan Airy. Mm-hmm. I always watch those things when they, these shows come out and that, and that little dog as well. And that little dog uh, and your mom. So, well, it is mother's day. It is. Ah. It is. Ah, happy mother's day. He always did the, uh, like, I, sorry, let me start that again. No. <laughs> At one point he actually said he'd done a couple episodes on Moon Knight already. And then he came on and he actually was like, I'd like to clarify something and apologize. It's been pointed out that I was doing the, like, in terms of terminology of mm-hmm. DID, of like how you reference things. I've been, it's not this, it's not that, it should be this. Um, in terms of what you call them and how you reference them. So it was interesting. He's like, it's a learning experience for me. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? That's good that you, yeah. like, you learn these things as you go along. Well, exactly. Nobody, nobody has perfect knowledge of things. It's just a matter of being no, no, open totally. to, to learning and listening. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although I, as I was doing research for today, I was looking up uh, DID and just saying like, okay, what are the actual reference terms that I should be using? And somebody was like, here's a blurb. I have it. This is what we talk. And I also work in research. This is how we reference these things. It references alters uh, or personality states and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And then you looked at the comments and there were like 20 comments and everybody had a different. They're like, no, that's not how you reference it. It's this. And then the next person's like, no, that's wrong, too. <laughs> it was like everybody had a different Ooh. thing. I'm like. Uh, nobody's gonna. If only there was some sort of diagnostic manual for these things, but there isn't. (laughs) So, no, Hmm. there's at least V of them. Psychology joke. No, Uh. (laughs) oh, fine. That was an important, obviously, an important part of it too. I mean, uh, there was. I think I saw some criticism from uh, you know, like Jewish fans about how that kind of wasn't a huge part of things. I mean, they did his backstory yeah. obviously touched on his, cause like in the comics, he was um, obviously Mark is Jewish and his, his father's a, a rabbi. Um, and you know, so that, what that factored in, like, you know, you, when you saw his, his backstory that factored in a bit, but it was kind of not too major, I guess. But I mean, like, you know, that's something that, but you can't make every part, a major part of a character. And especially in a six issue and or it, a six it episode series, like the story you can only... is too, right? Like it yeah. depends like what the focus and I of think the they were is. focusing on more on the DID yeah. side of it. And if they go into like, really in the comics, the Jewish side of it did not come out for a number of years. That never even True. factored in yeah. until much later. Yeah, that's fair. And then they there was at one point they actually went into it that there was like a whole background of how his DID developed was through abuse when he was a kid. Yeah. Um so a yeah. little different obviously. I mean in the in the show it stems from his brother's death. And the mother, you know, having, you know, 
a hard hard time of that and blaming him. I mean, his brother in the comics was not dead and actually kind of became a supervillain in his own right, called uh, I think at some point the Shadow Knight. Huh. Yeah. So uh, I guess no Shadow Knight in uh, in he in became MCU. Batman. Oh. oh. So I mean, yeah, like that's the thing too is like they changed some stuff up, but it, that that absolutely worked well. And I mean, like that's. I thought it was kind of, I mean, not, yeah, it's kind of funny how that kind of like a dead sibling, you know, when you're a kid or something, I think that comes up a, a few times in, in Marvel things. It'll mess you up. It will. That's a terrible thing to end on. That's horrible. Cut it out. Before it, we go, out. before we go, like, would you watch a second season of this? Oh, yeah. Definitely. 100%. What could they do in a second season? Lots. What if? Honestly. What if he goes lots. somewhere else? <laughs> well again you know you have he he's you know mark and the Jake uh Lockley character. yeah exactly like mark and uh and steven have been like released but like you know he's got jake and i mean there's plenty to get into there honestly there's plenty to get into there like what's up with layla like you know we kind of we saw her become scarlet scare we didn't really see her after that point i mean i want to see more of her i want to they tease yeah. like uh, Bushman, you know. They they tease that yeah. without really seeing that much about it. There's there's tons of stuff that they could still get into, and I mean, there's so many different runs on Moon Knight that you could crib from. They took from a number in this, but there's still like a ton they could dip into. So, I want to see uh, Space Wolfman on the Moon. Yes, mm. yes, big time. Mm. <laughs> no. No, I don't. Not well, I mean, hey, he'll be he'll likely be back for for Halloween, right? Yeah. Oh, well, he could mm -hmm. be with like, Catwoman. Well, you think he's going to show up in the Werewolf by Night special that's coming? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. You never know. They, I think they we'll they said that that this this is like a one. They're not officially. They're saying that there isn't going to be a season two. It's yeah, just but they a, can a change their mind series, whenever but... they want. Uh, yeah. Well, you gotta. It's it's. I've noticed the wording of that. It's like they're they're saying like there is no official plan for it. This was the contract. This is what it was. But there, the you see it sometimes just on the side. Well, we're open to something if it happens. It's like, well, okay, you just nothing's planned. But nothing isn't not planned. You are you sure you're I, it's guaranteed they're in talks for something right now. It's so. a it's a comic book publishing move, you know? It's like, oh, it's an ongoing series. No, no, it's a it's a mini series. Uh, it's always yeah, a mini series. Yeah, yeah. It's a mini series. Oh, it's selling well. This is an ongoing and it always was. It was yeah. always eleven issues. <laughs> yeah. Uh and an ash can. Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah. And an ass cam. All right. Okay. Hi, <laughs> everybody. Who, who are we? I don't know why I said that. That was really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Merck. You can find me at MerkAsylum.ca, M E R K A S Y L U M.ca. Merck on Facebook, Merkanaut like astronaut on Instagram. Uh, I'm Brycotic. You can check out uh, my comic at welcometohereafter.com. You can also check me out at uh, B-R-Y-K-O-T-Y-K on Instagram. And my name is Kyle Lees. You can check my stuff out at thekylelees.com or just by looking up the Kyle Lees on anything. Literally anything. And if you don't find anything, Pornhub. that's your fault. Well, try it. I'm going to type it into this uh, speaking spell and see what happens. I, 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 I did, I did, I did get Pornhub, actually. That's what came up. 
Uh, and you know what? I'm going to defend my <laughs> earlier statement. I'm going to defend my earlier statement because if Disney wants to make some real money, I think a lot of people will be interested in an Oscar Isaac ass cam. Get on it. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> da 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 da. da.